Hi everybody, welcome to Mental Mondays. This is Gabby. Thank you for clicking on the video. Today on our second episode, we are going to go in a little bit into ourselves and ask some questions, do some deep digging about what does it mean to listen to somebody, to talk about mental health. Am I ready to listen? Am I ready to be that person, that support system for somebody? Or maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I'm not ready to um, open up my space to have that conversation yet. Both of those options are perfectly okay. And the most important thing is that you are aware of where you stand. And again, as with anything else that is related to our emotions and to ourselves and to our beings, that changes, that can change from one day to another, it can change from one person to another, you can be ready to listen to a friend and not ready to listen to a parent, you can be ready to listen to a loved one, to your spouse today and next month, you might need some space. It's These are questions, these are topics that we wanna ask ourselves consistently um, to not only check on our well-being, but to keep a healthy balance between listening to somebody else's um, conversation and topics and thoughts and keeping ourselves grounded, happy, healthy as much as we can. So what does it mean? What does it mean to listen to somebody to be that support system? Now, again, this is on a spectrum and you decide where you fall on that spectrum of um, intaking that information and the person who is giving you that information also decides where you fall on the spectrum as far as how much information they're going to give you no matter how willing we are or ready to receive information um, it is ultimately and most importantly up to the individual to release that information as much as they want to release and as little as they must as they want to or are able to release some of these conversations can and will go deep um can go deep they can be hard they can be draining you can feel tired after listening to these conversations um you might also need to vent to somebody else um Maybe you need to venture into maybe finding a counselor or a priest or a pastor, somebody else that you can connect to and bounce the feelings that these conversations can bring up in you. And some of them might just be a very simple conversation of you letting them know that you're open and willing to be their support system. And they just might say, thank you, I appreciate it. I'm not ready to share right now. And that is also okay. We have to be completely okay in receiving that input from our side. Sometimes that can be difficult. Sometimes that can be painful to know that somebody is struggling with something, whether it's um, temporary, whether it's long-term, whether it's debilitating. Um, us on the receiving end um, should also be as willing to receive the information just as much as willing to receive that note of I appreciate you or even not being able to appreciate it right now but I cannot release the rest of this information to you maybe in a future time maybe with some different kinds of bonds or working together the information can be released um, so again I want to emphasize even if we are open to receiving information the information might not be ready to be disseminated 
towards us. Now, um, outside of that, being able to, being willing and open to receive information, what are some other things that we wanna ask ourselves and we want to venture um, into kind of our own emotional status? Is one, am I gonna be overwhelmed? Am I going to be, um, am I ready to receive a fully uncensored version um, of the events? Um, how well do I know this person? Um, how well do I, am I familiar with um, maybe communicating or talking about these issues? How well can I vocalize my own emotions? What is my, um, my arsenal of vocabulary to speak, um, to speak on emotions, to speak on, um, what's another good, good kind of a, a reference point what is my arsenal of, of of tools that i have at my disposal now your tools can go can vary they can be um, you may be able to offer help in um, a physical way maybe you can help clean maybe you can help with transportation maybe you can um, help prepare a meal um, it's good to have that already preset. So you see a person, you see a loved one in need and you tell, ask yourself, what am I ready to provide this conversation? Is it something physical? Is it something tangible? So can we touch it? Can um, something you know tangible? So can I cook them dinner? Can I help them clean their bathroom? Can I take their dog out for a walk? Or something um, intangible so I'm, all I can offer you today is 30 minutes of my time to listen. I can offer you, you know, a whole night. We can hang out and just talk. Sit there and, and, and really gauge what would be healthy for you and, and continue to adjust. Maybe today you can help. Tomorrow you're just not feeling yourself and you yourself need space. That is also important for you to be able to vocalize with the loved one that you are talking to. Um, another great tool to keep in our arsenal of vocabulary and actions is referrals. Do you have any good tools? Maybe you want to refer them to the suicide hotline. Maybe you want to refer them to a therapist. Maybe you want to refer them to um, maybe a financial advisor, a fellow friend who might have experienced that themselves. Uh, maybe you're a member of a group that you think that they will benefit. All of those are tools in your arsenal where you can feel like you are helping and you're not just sitting back and watching your loved one suffer um, or um, struggle without being able to assist. And that is something that uh, is important to continue evaluating. And again, uh, your little box of tools that you have for... Um, available all of those tools might not be available for everybody um it's perfectly normal for only some parts of that little box of tools to be available to one person and a little bit more to be available to the next person another thing that you want to continuously evaluate is when you're receiving that information how do you feel how does that make you feel is that triggering anything um any bad, any happy memories? Is it, um, are you being insensitive to that information? How are we receiving it? Um, is it making you yourself feel um, 
maybe sad? Is it lingering on throughout the day? Do you feel helpless? That is something that throughout the conversation before and after for us to keep in mind uh, to kind of revisit that, especially once we're getting into really heavy topics such as um, maybe long-term depression, um, death, maybe suicide, um, ideation, which um, ideation, ideation, somewhere out of there, I'm struggling with my words, um, which means that you are, that they are contemplating suicide. Maybe they've thought about it and um, they've continued to think about it um, all the way up to um, you have you know, your loved one having a suicide plan, which means that they are actively, um, that they actually have a, um, you know, a, a, an idea of, of what they want to do, how they want to do it, um, even deeper into the, the active and inactive plan, which I think we will have its own, um, we will have its own separate episode on suicide and, and kind of the, the different thought processes that happen as far as whether we're thinking about it, whether we're contemplating, planning, or acting on it, which is definitely a very serious and um, and important topic to discuss calmly and openly. And most importantly, uh, again, I'm going to throw this in because we are talking about suicide. There is the suicide hotline 24-7, 365. I will tag it down below for anybody um, for you to write down if you need to share it with anybody please do um, if you if you yourself are thinking about suicide please uh, don't hesitate to call to reach out to a loved one um, it's important to get that vocabulary out and to get our feelings out and um, worked through um, it could really save us some time save a life literally save a life um, maybe release some stress so back let's 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 back go back a little bit into um, listening to um, listening to our loved ones who are struggling. Um, what are some things that you can add to your toolbox uh, to be able to help? Um, besides you being aware of how you're going to perceive the information, it's also important to arm yourself with vocabulary. And that means educating ourselves, educating ourselves and using the words, using the proper terms and not being afraid to, to, to speak deep and sometimes um, painful words. Again, those words can be, you know, you're sad, you could be angry, you could um, have self-hate, you could be listening to somebody talk about maybe uh, issues with their body, issues with, um, with interacting, you could be dealing with somebody who is panicking. There's a whole list of um, vocabulary words that are good to have access to to expose ourselves to so that when we hear those words we are not shocked just you know we don't we don't receive them almost like when you get a cold bucket thrown on you right you don't want to get that like cold bucket of water you want to be used to what you want to hear those words and it feel a little bit more um comfortable a little bit more familiar meanwhile recognizing the um urgency and the importance of of all of these terms and um Again, we can go into a whole other episode of the terms, but let's go back to are we ready 
to listen and we are ready to listen when we ourselves are in a calm and open space and always realizing that the conversation that is coming towards us is not about us it is not about us fixing the problem it is about just providing our loved one a safe calm environment where they can vent and so many of us just need a space to vent we understand that um maybe our thoughts are not they, they might not be rational they might not be linked to anything they might not even be um solvable there might there might not be an answer to that that can be provided um sometimes the the, the base of that um the first building block let's just call that of um, feeling better or starting a recovery or starting to um, work on oneself can just be having a safe safe place to talk about what is happening and what we are feeling and when we feel it and just having someone to listen to acknowledge those feelings and to say at the end I care about you this is okay I'm, you know, you're, you're, you're empowering your loved one to continue to work on themselves. A conversation um, about mental health is not meant for, um, for you to um, take over that conversation and start like, well, let's make a list. This is how you're going to fix it. We're going to do one, two, three, and um, you'll be better by number 10. And uh, that is not what a conversation about mental health should ever be about. If there is at one point in the conversation where they are vocalizing assistance in maybe something like that, they want to reach a goal and you in your toolbox um, are willing to offer that assistance, then together you can build that list um, to reach that goal. But unless that is being vocalized, um, the talks about mental health are not about fixing or making them, um, you know, or... or, or or removing the problem, anything like that. You just want to allow that safe, the, allow the safe space for the communication to go back and forth between you and your loved one, and that could be anywhere from um, friends to family. It could be your children. It could be your spouse. It could be, um, you know, a coworker. There's uh, again, you want to look at these conversations um, in a spectrum. You could have, you can talk about mental health in us, you know, in the lower end of the spectrum, something light, um, you know, just like a, a casual check-in and you can go all the way to the other side of the spectrum where you're, you know, you're, you're really deep down searching and, and chatting and, and, and going back and forth with, with the deep, serious issues. You, you have the whole scale. There's no, there's no one stop, just like there's no one, um, clear, you know, a block or a little square um, where anybody falls in that mental health ladder. All of us are somewhere in the spectrum, in the infinite spectrum of mental stability. And at any one point, we can switch back and forth and it can be triggered by so many different things. So just like that, we keep in mind that um, we are talking with a unique person. And just like you're talking with a unique person, you yourself, um, again, we're going to be revisiting where you stand in the spectrum of how much you want to hear. How much are you ready to hear? Am I educated enough in this topic? If I'm not, it's okay. Hey, I don't really know a lot about this topic. 
please tell me more and maybe you want to do some research after maybe you want to educate yourself on what these feelings are what um if someone's expressing anxiety what does that mean is anxiety always expressed the same way um are they are they experiencing um sadness um are they experiencing depression it could be uh maybe seasonal depression um did you know that that's triggered by light can is it triggered by the sun maybe they're you know they're um their anxiety could be triggered by sounds. It could there, There's just an, so many different ways. And the, the best thing we can do is prepare ourselves to just receive in a calm um, and loving way. And um, one more time, let me rephrase that you are not wanting to have this conversation to fix an issue. We are just going to have this conversation to let the issue come out. And from there... Um, you move through your little box of tools and you kind of match what does, you know, my loved one need and what am I willing to, what am I willing and able to provide and to meet that loved one to help them um, in their path, in their um, mental health recovery or wherever they are. Maybe it's just a small one-time event. Maybe it's something they've been dealing with long-term. Um, we just want to... Um, really support each other and empower each other to have these conversations so that we're not feeling alone and isolated and um, our loved ones aren't feeling helpless or um, unable to be vocal about these feelings. Now, if you want any more information, I will put some links down below, um, just like last week about, uh, put the links down below on the suicide hotline we have a couple of counselors if you know anybody of anybody um any counselors or any other assistance please go ahead and put it down on the comments or send me a private message and i will link it below now i do want to put it out there that any comments that are posted underneath this video they will be monitored and i will be um expecting the utmost respect for each other and uh, to for you to post with an understanding that you may provide a resource and everybody's willing to take that resource we're willing and able to take the resource and they're also willing and able to say they're not ready or that's not the path that they want to go down uh, we never want to pressure anybody to use one of our resources, whether that is therapists, whether that is groups, whether that is uh, religion or spirituality. We just want to make them aware that that is there and um, let everybody explore and find their own way of dealing and um, living with and building and coming out of whatever um, is going on with them. I hope this was a little bit of insight, a little bit of um, seeds of catalyst for conversation for you to ask yourself this time. Are you ready to have this conversation with a loved one? You have seen, you are noticing, you have um, witnessed maybe some struggles and you are kind of itching to say, hey, what's up? But um, I hope this lets you um, reflect on yourself and really get yourself ready uh, put your little box of tools together before you open up that conversation so that both you and your loved one 
can have a good, healthy experience through this conversation. Have a great Monday and the rest of the week, and I will see you next Monday on Mental Mondays. Okay.